This is Corporate Cafecito, where we discuss career development and entrepreneurial growth strategies. I'm Mario Rodriguez. Y yo soy Nayeli Suarez-Guez. Go get your cafecito and let's talk about professional growth. Welcome back to Corporate Cafecito. I'm Nayeli Suarez-Guez. And Mario Rodriguez. Today we're going to talk about a very important point in our life. And it's when we're not so new but not so tenured. We are right in the middle of our career. Yeah. So we're going to talk about mid-career, right? So what is mid-career? So mid-career, it's a professional stage in where you've earned experience. You've been in, in your role or your career for quite some time. You have expertise, but you still have many, many more years to give or that you want to be in that career. So here's the opportunity to gain more experience, uh, advance your skills, possibly pursue uh, leadership roles and potentially earn a higher salary. So that's basically what mid-career is. Uh, when does this happen, right? It, it begins approximately five to 10 years into your professional career. Uh, and so the average length of a career is about 40 years, about 40 years that, that we're working. Uh, and when you start getting this itch, so to say, it's like, hey, what, what's potentially next? You know, I've been doing this for quite some time. That happens around year 10 through 25, uh, so every person has a unique employment experience, uh, and it doesn't have to do much with age because right now we're looking at, at experience within the corporate America who can help us take the companies or, or potential business line to the next level as well. So with that mid-career uh, frame, uh, now you have the opportunity to highlight your credentials. How do you move into that next position, Right. Is, is highlighting your current credentials. What are those transferable skills that you've, you've attained in that, in that, not short, but, but rather mid, midterm of your career? Uh, and what's the objective that you're trying to, to um, align with that professional title that, that you may be uh, pursuing? So feature your expertise. Many, many individuals make the mistake, I have to go back to school or I have to go get a certificate, uh, which is all great. It, it's, it's something that can add to your current career, but take an assessment, an inventory of what you've done, of the projects that you've done. So for those that are listening and they don't do this, and I think pretty much if you're in corporate America, you're, you're getting every, every six months, you're getting a review. And if you're not, take an inventory, right? And for those entrepreneurs that own their own businesses, uh, make sure you hire a coach that, that holds you accountable to that. Uh, and then do that for your employees as well, because then you're, you're again, uh, helping elevate your teams to grand, grander levels as well, and, and you avoid burnout. But if anything, you'll, you'll highlight and recognize what those individuals and yourself have contributed as well. So one of the things is highlighting uh, your, your expertise and taking an inventory. You know, it's really interesting. I think when we take an inventory, I, I do a mental picture. I'm very visual. So I think about the house, right? You think about a house. And if you focus on like those first five to 10 years, you're building the foundation, that's when you could go wide. You can get the breadth. You can try different positions that, you know, you're not going to be suitable. Like you, no one's going to jump in and be a director in a different function unless you've tried that function and have experience in it. So I always encourage people, um, especially as you're starting out or before you make a leap too high, to get the breadth, get the experience. And I'll tell you a little bit, my career was all over the place. And I always built really great relationships. I was always networking. And that's how I went from like being, you know, in category management to then being with Shopper Insights and Pet for 
PepsiCo Canada and then coming back to focus on the assortment for North America for Frito-Lay. Like I was always networking and I was always telling people like, these are the things I can do. And so when I took different jobs, I took a lot of laterals so that when I moved up, I could also take a lot of laterals because even at the director position, I had the breadth of knowledge across the other teams that allowed me to jump around and learn those other industries or other types of jobs that I normally wouldn't have taken with the degree that I had. That's a key point uh, for those that are listening. You talked about lateral moves. Most commonly, we think everything is is an elevated move, continue moving, but sometimes you do have to take a step back uh, and acquire a skill that maybe you're not aware of to then, you know, uh, have that quantum leap, right? There's quantum leaps up there as well. So, so expand a little bit on those lateral moves. What, what did that do for you in your career? How did it enhance your career? You know, every time I took a lateral move and I, I always did like um, one to two at each level, right? So I always wanted to make sure I could do what I was doing and then learn different functions. Uh, so I'll give you a, a very specific one. Like when I was, um, I was part of the retail center of excellence as an analyst and that was for PepsiCo and we were coming up with great ideas and perf- like just great ways to go to market. And then there was a analyst position at Frito-Lay in the convenience store channel. And I took that job because I was like, I don't, I, you know, I'm working at a corporate level. I wanted to work for a very specific brand and I wanted to learn a channel that I hadn't explored. I had done mostly grocery, so I was able to go into the convenience store channel, which was, as you know, like that's a huge, huge area of revenue for PepsiCo. So I wanted to make sure I knew the grocery retailers, but I also knew the convenience stores. And I rounded myself out by going and taking that, you know, adventure or when I always think of, I always think of jobs as like, like college, right? So I, I had 101 done and now I needed to do 101, but like you take 101 in psychology, but you also take 101 in marketing. You take 101 here. Like I wanted to do all my 101s before I took a manager job, before I took a senior manager, before I took a director level so that when I got to, you know, my last job, I knew everything from like how to build this database, how to use it, how to leverage the data, because I had done all those laterals to give me that breadth of experience. And the way to do it is to build the relationships, right? Like I'm a social butterfly, so I would talk to everybody in the lunchroom. I would join in on meetings. You know, you, you, you and I have both referenced the, you know, the employee resource groups, the ERGs, go there, ask what they do, ask to shadow people, um, you know, I'm coaching a, a nurse right now through Elevar, and she is shadowing all these other different nursing areas. Um, and I was like, that's really cool. Like, absolutely go do the cardiac division, do this division, do the NICU. Find what's going to be that next leap so that you could learn all those things. And it's not going to be a stretch for someone to hire you because you've done the work, you've had your homework. And then once you've got those five to 10 years, you could say, here's where I want. It's, you can call it. So Nayeli, how did you know to go do this, to, to find out, I like your, 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 your example of, of viewing careers like college 101, classes 102. Who told you uh, to, to look into these different segments? Was it, was it a mentor you had? Was it a coach you had? Was it your direct report? You know, what's funny. I was, 
I was fired when I was like 26 and I was laid off, fired, you know, didn't have a job. And I think once I landed on my feet from that, I became very fearless. I talked to everybody. I wanted to know what everybody did. Like, what's your role? Why are you in this meeting? Oh, I'd like to learn that. Um, I had a very natural curiosity, but I, I don't know what taught me to do that other than, you know, I was always that little kid in kindergarten, like, hi, my name's Nayeli. And, you know, <laughs> I, and that was, that's realistically like why I got into coaching, because I think it's really important to tell people like, lose that fear, go ahead, go, go for it. Yeah. So you bring up a, a great point. So one is be curious for those that are listening right now, but if that's not in you, then seek a coach, right? Because you're helping your, your client here uh, explore career possibilities or even, even position uh, that individual for, for future growth as well. So uh, for those that, that don't have employee business resource groups at work or, or you're, you're the direct employer, you're it, right? You wear all the hats. Uh, get yourself a coach is what I'm hearing. Uh, or if, if you're, you're uh, curious enough, find out from, from those that are doing well. And you'd be surprised when, when you actually reach out to someone. Uh, the only ask that, that I think they, that they would have, I know that I have, is just be very intentional as to what you're trying to get out of that conversation and relationship and be serious about it. Because uh, sometimes it's just uh, information obtained, but nothing is done with that information. So great, great things uh, that you just shared is being curious in, in the purpose of and being intentional about having well-rounded skills uh, to prepare you for the for the next next uh, opportunity that comes. Has your cafecito run out? Go grab another cup. We'll wait for you right here. Please check us out at corpcafecitos.com and drop us a message. when do you think you hit your mid-career? When, when did, were you like, you know what? I know enough to be dangerous, but not I'm not as high as I can go. There were different times in my career because uh, when I was in, in, in the mortgage industry, I did manage. And I was away from banking. I started my banking career in 1992. Uh, so I left because uh, I was swayed in, into, into the mortgage industry. And upon my return, I did an assessment to get back into management because I had that experience. But it didn't, it didn't come naturally until I took an assessment. It's like, wait, I have management here skills. But I knew that there was opportunities uh, to grow. And in that, I did uh, uh, seven years, got, I got back into to, uh, banking. I have a 30-year career span in the financial industry. And then at seventh year, there was an opportunity for me to venture out, my family and I, to open up a business, which was an insurance agency. Uh, great experience. Right, a lot of experience. One of the things that that we learned: not every opportunity is the right opportunity, but it's a learning opportunity. And so, so then from there, I got back into banking, and there I started seeing the possibilities of taking all that experience that I've had, and we're talking about maybe twenty six, twenty five years in of experience, and I was able to have quantum leaps because I saw opportunities, I saw a void. I saw a void in the communities. One of the passions that I have is community, especially within the entrepreneur community, because I've been in that, those shoes, right? So I have a passion for that. 
And so I saw opportunities open up in, in, in the current uh, enterprise that I'm in right now. And with that, I, I saw doors open. But I was able to connect the dots. Again, it's just having intentionality of why I'm doing certain things. Why do I participate in community events? Why do I serve on certain boards? Uh, and then that, the opportunity came up uh, three times in, in the last five years. Right? Those are quantum leaps, but it took 20 some odd years to get there. Uh, and so I started seeing opportunities. But one thing to your point is, is that I networked intentionally and I was, I was asking. And I've had conversations with individuals from Cork Communications. I've had in, you know, conversations. I've had undeclared mentors, right? That's not through the mentorship program that, that, that uh, exists currently in the enterprise where I'm at. But I'm always inquisitive. Like, hey, what is it that you do? And how does it tie to what I do? And how can I help what you do? Right. Right. Bringing value. It's like, all right, I, I can help you. And connecting the dots because naturally I, I network. So that that's one of the biggest things. And in, in there, you start seeing different facets of, of, of different business channels within within the corporation. And so different times. So going back to the question, it, it was it was just assessing, right? It's like, all right, you, you may have hit a low, right? And here's like, okay, why am I stuck? <laughs> that's when you start assessing what's happening here, right? There, there may be a shift. You know, the universe is causing a shift. It's like, hey. It's time to move because I think we hold on to things for way too long. Let's talk about that because I think especially the Latin community, we sometimes stay somewhere too long porque es muy buen trabajo. Mm -hmm. And we have our parents telling us, no, ahí te va muy bien, estudiaste, you're good, ahí estás bien. Um, and, and you know what? A lot of us have done, like we've made our parents proud. Absolutely. One of the things they don't understand is that when we have the motivation to grow, we still can go to another company. We can look outside of our company. Because um, sometimes, you know what, you're going to reach the pinnacle of your career at, a, at one company because there's no more room to grow. Correct. And you have to go, you know, at that point, you have to say like, okay, uh, you know, I cope or quit. Like, am I okay staying here? Do I like it enough to stay here? Am I satisfied? Is the like 50% of people that look for new jobs is for higher pay. So if you're financially motivated and you've reached a peak and there's nothing left for you to learn and know, you know, I, I remember I, one of the jobs I resigned, my boss said, why are you leaving? And I said, because I don't want you to die, but that's the only position left for me to do. Right. <laughs> so, right. right. And like, so it's time for me to go somewhere else. And at the same time, you know, you brought up mentorships. I remember talking to... um one of my VPs and I told them, I'm like, what do I do after this job? Like after this position, like, I love it. I love this company. And he's like, you leave. He's like, you're done here. And I felt so sad, but he was so right. Like it's okay to leave and find something that's going to push us or make more money or give us broader, broader scope or broader reach or fulfill like that transferable skill set and take us to a place that we didn't think we could be and we can't be scared to leave. And mid-career is a great time to do that. Yeah, because it, sometimes you could be at your peak. Obviously, you're going to acquire new skills. And one of, one of the, as I did research for this podcast, one of the desires for mid-career changes is flexibility. Yeah. That could even be it, obviously, with higher pay. But then also looking for companies that are in their growth stage, Right. Because then you can provide these quantum leaps because you're bringing this vast experience and you've done it before where you can actually get that company or that enterprise 
and have uh, to the next level rather quickly than 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 slower, right? Than having those growing pains. So just showing that progression in your experience and looking for the opportunities within the other organizations, like, hey, you know what? If I plug in here, I can help them move quickly. Right. And so again, it's showcasing again your 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 knowledge and then your leadership and influence. That's right. the biggest thing. You know, the hard part though, when we get mid career, is sometimes they hire someone newer. And you kind of have a hit to the self-confidence. And I think when when you feel that, that's a great time to take inventory, to remind yourself of everything that you can do and build yourself back up. That's correct. Uh, and then what you can provide, right? right? Provide to that individual. And then you assess. Assess, is it time? Is the culture changing for, for then get, getting something more aligned to where you're at? Because we're all in seasons, right? Mm -hmm. We're all in different points in our lives. And what used to work five, 10 years ago may not be where we're at right now. Right. So. Well, yeah, I think we've covered, you know, the mid-career. It's a, to me, it's always the most exciting part, right? It's like, we know enough to be dangerous. Ahora que? So taking that information, taking that inventory, you know, if you had to think about three things to do when you are mid-career, one is continue expanding your network within your field and outside of your field. Um, you know, treat, treat your job opportunities like college. What do you want to learn? What do you want to get out of this? And also what can you bring, right? Like I can't sign up for a chemistry class. <laughs> but, <laughs> and then also like leverage that motivation and take that motivator. You know, if you, if you lost motivation or if you feel a great motivation of like, I can do more or I could dream bigger, dream bigger and pursue that dream and leverage the network to help you get there. Yeah, and the most important thing I'll leave everyone with is get that mentor or coach yeah. that helps you see what you don't see in yourself. Absolutely. And so that that helps you propel. Yeah. So that's it for, for today on Corp Cafecito in regards to mid-career. Uh, let us know what you'd like to hear uh, on other topics as well by visiting our website at, at www.corpcafecito.com. Let us know what you'd like to hear, what topics and we'll definitely, definitely make sure that we bring that to you as well. Absolutely. I'm Mario Rodriguez. I'm Nayeli Suarez Gas. Adios. Until the next session. All right. Adios. Please check us out at corpcafecito.com and drop us a message. <laughs>